Hey, hey, and welcome to another podcast, Valley Sunday. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. And I'm your other host, Jeff Cameron. How's it going, Jeff? Not bad at all. How are you doing today, Paco? Doing pretty good. Doing good. Excited to get into uh, I Was a 99-Pound Weakling. You was? <laughs> I was. Oh, you, you mean the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think I was 99 pounds in probably like grade three. <laughs> That was the last time I saw 99 pounds. God damn. <laughs> and I also, I don't know if you saw this, I saw that an, an AKA for this episode is physical culture. Yeah, I had never heard of that before. Me neither, so I, maybe someone just made it up and now it's now it's canon. Maybe D. Caruso could explain it later. Yeah, maybe. Because yes, it's uh, directed again by our buddy Alex Singer and written by, this is a whole slew of people, Gerald Gardner, <laughs> D. Caruso, our old buddy, uh, Neil Burston, and John C. Anderson. Wow. And originally aired October 16th, 1967. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was shot in May 67, so maybe that's why uh, Gardner and Caruso were involved with this, because they're not a, a second season uh, duo. There's not a lot. Not a lot of them. I think there's maybe one more. We shall see. How dare you not know? You bastard. Okay, D. It's early in the show. Okay, we'll get too early. Yeah, way too early for the D. (laughs) It's never too early for the D. (laughs) All right, so we open up. Mickey's on the beach with a girl, Brenda, who's played by Vanita Wolf. Great name, Vanita. Mickey's telling her that he wants more than a girl with just physical beauty, and that's why he fell in love with her, because she has intelligence. Yeah, intelligence. (laughs) And then a buff dude, played by David Draper, who's like, he's like a really buff dude, like muscle Extremely builder buff. buff. Uh, he comes up and he literally kicks the hand on Mickey and he says, hey, chick, have we met before? Yeah, before. And it's funny, he refers to her multiple times as chick. <laughs> and Mickey introduces himself and the guy just tosses him aside like he's nothing. And then Mickey lands beside this guru guy, played by Monty Landis, back again. There, there he is again. And uh, he hands Mickey a card that says, Shaku's health and strength. It says, Shaku's health and strength. But Mickey runs back to the buff guy, and he tries to punch him, but he gets nowhere with that. And then Mickey <laughs> gets tossed away again, and the buff dude walks away with the girl, and Mickey's handed another card, and he tries to tear it in half, but he's too weak. <laughs> and he can't believe he can't tear this in half. So we get to the intro. And uh, we come back to like a cool garage rock sounding tune of the monkeys. Yeah. And it, it's pretty wicked. So Shaku is taking Mickey through the gym and he's telling him the benefits of working out and being in shape. And Mickey tells him that he might not be in the best shape, but he's no weakling. And then Shaku calls him skinny, and Mickey is not into being called skinny at all. <laughs> and uh, he tells Mickey to climb a rope, and Mickey sucks at it. And then uh, he, he says, like, the rope must be greased. And Once again, Mickey steps up and sucks. It sucks. <laughs> so, Classic Mickey. Do you think, in no, no spoiler alert, but spoiler alert, Shaku here is trying to like wrangle people into this thing. So, do you think the rope mm. is actually greased? Yeah, his, his hands are covered in goo. Yeah, he's man. hustling, getting hustled. Yeah, for real. And so then uh, Mickey tries to do the pulley thing against the wall where he pulls the weights away. 
and it, it looks like Shaku behind him is messing with something on it. And then when he and then Mickey mm. gets thrown back against the wall, he tries to pick up like barbells or dumbbells or whatever, and he, he drops the one end of it. We get the good old stock footage of a building falling down. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And this whole this whole thing here, it's it's a great Mickey acting bit. What is the barbell and he's like trying to lift it and it's squishing him. And yeah. uh Shaku tells Mickey that he needs to join, and it's 150 for the year. Where am I gonna get 150 bucks, man? I'm an unemployed drummer. And Shaku tells him <laughs> to sell the drums and come back. Bam. Yeah, pretty, pretty harsh, 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 harsh. And so uh, back at the pad, Mickey's uh, packing up the drums, and Davy and Peter are telling him it's a bad idea and it's gonna break up the band, which is very true. Just so you can think, <laughs> this one girl who doesn't really care about you. <laughs> guitar player already we don't know where, where the hell he is <laughs> exactly it, it, and mickey says he's not going to sell his sticks so he'll be able to play davy's tambourine <laughs> what the heck that would just sound terrible <laughs> and uh so then they ask him if the girl is worth it and he says he says she's very intelligent yeah intelligent don't do that <laughs> <laughs> davy and peter tell mickey that if he does sell his drums they should at least use the money for food and if he really wants to get in shape they can help him <laughs> that's oh, another great thing of how the monkeys are always poor always <laughs> for real and this was a good few minutes before they got to a, a non-mickey monkey like uh i think this kind of happened with the last mickey episode it really focuses on him quite a bit i think we're like five or six minutes in before we see the rest of the boys who are showing up for work today yeah it's true so peter's testing out their workout gear and he hits himself in the face with like one of those stretchy things because he has it under his foot <laughs> And uh, he turns to the camera and he says, I wish Mike were here. <laughs> and this is the first time you like, this is like, okay, Mike's not here. But by saying that, you're like, oh, yeah, where is Mike going to show up in this episode? <laughs> Spoiler alert, no. <laughs> no dice. <laughs> um, so Davey's doing some sort of like teapot stretch where he's got his hands down and his knees are on his hands. He's like upside down. It's a, a thing I've seen people do and it's weird. And Davey says he used to do this after he was riding horses to loosen him up. And then he gets stuck like that. And then Peter and Mickey have to help him up. And he says, I wish Mike was here. Which is funny. Oh, boy. So Peter and Mickey are out on the beach running. And Peter runs into a volleyball net and falls down. <laughs> and that's that entire scene. And back at the pad, Mickey's all wiped out. And Peter says that he's been working so hard that they got him a little surprise. And Peter opens the door. And it's Brenda, the girl from the beach, but Mickey hey. is too weak to stand up. <laughs> oh, no. It is weird they got this girl. Who, and she came over. So is she really into Johnny Buff, dude? You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, she must not be. Like, she came over to see Mickey. So I think he should have just just let her help him gain strength back or whatever. <laughs> Anywho, that would have been the end of the show, though. And we're only like seven minutes in. <laughs> For real. <laughs> so the next morning, Mickey's up and at him and ready to go. But Davey and Peter are still in their PJs. What's so good about it? Well, it's a bad and only tries. I wish Mike were here. A lot of that today. And I, I like that Peter is in his, his his orange ones with the bunny on it and the hat. Yep. Going from mm -hmm. way back. It's a classic. So Mickey says that he's going to go to the beach and teach the buff guy a lesson because he called him skinny. <laughs> and it, it, it's funny how that's an insult to people who are skinny and people who are fat. You call them fat. That's an insult in the skin the fat people wish that they were being called skinny. You know what I mean? It's an interesting the grass is greener kind of thing, I guess. I, I suppose it is. But uh, 
but also the beach. Um, is this our first time on the beach in uh, the season? A very long time. It felt like the beach was like, you know, a, a character of the show. Last season, every uh, episode or two, they were hanging out on the beach, even just for a minute. But they live at the beach house. They should be on the beach. I but, agree. Uh, the season seems uh, less about uh, beach business and more about going to, you know, fake Mexico and uh, yeah, in other situations. I wonder if it was like a budget thing. Like before, it was like, well, just go out on the beach because we don't have to pay very much for permits and we don't need to pay for a lot of lights because you got this. And it's just like a, a necessity to shoot outside at the beach. And now they're like, no, we can shoot at the Mexico set. Let's maybe, do that instead. Maybe this is why Mike isn't in this episode and why they've shied away from the beach. We've seen his beach attire before. Like Maybe they came up to Mike and said, all right, Mike, get your beach gear on. For going to the beach. Go to the beach? Come on, come on, have you seen me in a bathing suit? I'm not, you know what, I'm just going to go get my tonsils taken out because I'm not going to any kind of beach. The beach? <laughs> and see. Thank you, Mike Delightful. Nesmith. <laughs> Stop me. I think that's Nike Mesmith. <laughs> so then um, Peter and Davey tell Mickey that he doesn't want to get strong just to punch someone. Yeah, you're right. How about if I kick him? <laughs> and they say no he says they'll get it so he can be with brenda without having to fight anyone they just need to be a little underhanded and like peter holds out one hand and moves the other hand underneath it to show the underhandedness <laughs> i thought that was really funny it's like uh it's like a jack winter joke yeah yeah it's a, but but you almost like a little you might miss it you, you don't <laughs> yeah, miss yeah, jack totally. winter jokes that's <laughs> true absolutely true <laughs> so uh, Davey and Peter go to the beach where the buff guy is and Davey challenges him to step over a line like you better cross this line in the sand and then he does it and he's like cross this line in the sand and as while this is going on Peter's behind the buff guy spraying red dots on his back and then they take off and so then Brenda shows up hi chick and Peter comes <laughs> running out wearing a doctor's outfit and a mustache asking if anyone called for help and Brenda says no and then Peter says, how can no one call for help when this guy's back looks so awful? And then Peter tells Buff Guy to hold his breath and to keep holding it, keep holding it, keep holding it. And then when he lets his breath out, it's like a hurricane and you see like stock footage of a beach More getting stock ravaged. Footage. Yeah. <laughs> and then, Gerald Gardner must have all those, the stock footage. He's got the, the briefcase full of the collapsing buildings and stuff. Yeah, or he, he owns it. Whenever they use it, he gets paid a little bit. So he's like, we nice. should put more stock footage in this. <laughs> so peter tells a buff guy to cross your knees and then brenda does it and he says no not you dear and he pushes her leg down and then she says don't do that she had two don't do that's going already and she, i think that might be her only line that isn't the last line of the the previous dialogue yeah that's pretty true <laughs> so peter hits the buff guy in the knee and he tells him that he's going to be a weak spineless jellyfish and if there's anyone he's gonna that he wants to beat up he should do it soon and he charges him ten dollars <laughs> and so peter and davy roll a volleyball over to buff and uh, he can't even lift up the ball and davy turns to the camera and says that it's made of lead and then <laughs> buff says without his strength he's nothing yeah nothing isn't this where uh, davy busts out one of his trademark I think he does. Yeah, yeah. I wonder with so many writers who had their fingers on what. Like, I bet you the girl repeating the line throughout the whole thing drove Caruso crazy. Probably, yeah. 
Once is funny, twice is a callback, three is a call hack. <laughs> Get a new joke, you bums. Thank you, D. Uh, <laughs> true. Awesome. Um, so Davey pretends to be a little kid, and he's holding a lollipop in front of his face. And he goes up to Buff, and he gives him a kite, and he asks him to hold on to it while he uh, goes and gets a popsicle. And then Buff is lifted off the ground because the line is connected to a Zeppelin that's on its way to someplace in New Jersey, like Bayonne, New Jersey or something. Bayonne, New Jersey, yeah. And uh, Bayo, like Scott Bayo? <laughs> Bayonne. Bayonne. Bayonne, New Jersey. You know, I used to have a girlfriend in Bayonne, New Jersey. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So back at the pad, Davy and Peter telling Mickey about their exploits. And Mickey says it doesn't matter because Brenda likes guys with muscles and he doesn't have any. And the boy says that they have him covered and they give him like these shoulder pads to put on and then a big winter <laughs> coat to put on over it. And they tell him that this is his beach casual look. And he just looks like he has huge muscles underneath his coat. <laughs> so back to the beach. Uh, Mickey's, he walks up to Brenda in the coat and starts to talk to her. And we see Buff and Shaku hanging out. Uh, together for a second and then buff walks off and honestly i thought this was going to turn into something more like there's gonna be more cahoots with these two dudes (laughs) yeah maybe yeah like he was in on it all along kind of thing yeah they don't really push that idea i don't know and again it might have been having so many writers coming in and out and wanting their different ideas in maybe it's just a thread they didn't follow up on maybe and just just let it go got busy with the romping yeah so Mickey's trying to woo Brenda and he's telling her that he's been working out and then Buff shows up and grabs Mickey and just throws him back to where Shaku is sitting. And Shaku asks Mickey if his own way of getting in shape is working. Maybe this time you'll believe me. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Nice. Yeah, that was, nice, nice. That was a pretty cute line. I like that. Peter and Davey are talking and Mickey shows up and he just looks awful. He looks terrible. His shirt is awesome though. It's like a beatnik Beethoven. It's yeah. it's a shirt ahead of its time. It's amazing. Very cool. And then Peter says that Mickey hasn't eaten in two days. And Mickey says it's to purify his tissues. And then he passes out. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up and he says that he's going to join Weaklings Anonymous with Shaku. And Peter says he's going to call him and give him a piece of his mind. And he just holds out his hand and the red phone pops up in it. Like a little, little uh, jump cut there. Nice. And uh, Peter tells Shaku that Mickey's falling down because he hasn't eaten. And Shaku mistakes Peter for Mickey's mother and tells him to give him rice and that he'll be fine. And when he hangs up, Shaku tells Buff that he's going to go pick up Mickey. And after he signs a contract, he'll hawk his drums. And it's weird how they're pushing. Uh, Again, I thought that they were trying to break up the monkeys somehow because they're so focused on Mickey selling his drums. I get it's the only thing that he could get money for. But yeah, it, it, yeah. they're pushing it so hard that I, I was expecting something else to come uh, out of it. Maybe it's just reminding us that the Monkees is a band. <laughs> just, <laughs> just isn't a show about like three dudes hanging out. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it might just be that, just to remind us. This <laughs> <laughs> is not Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe uh, uh, like Buff... Was wanted to be a drummer, so they're trying to get him to get Mickey's drums or something. Oh, you think it's end. a honey and the bear situation going on? That's here? what I thought, but what can you do? <laughs> so back at the pad, Mickey is uh, serving food, and Peter asks where the steak is, and Mickey says it's in the garbage where it should be. Steak has fat. 
fat clogs your veins. David, that's probably why you're so short. Your veins are all clogged. And side note, how the hell are they eating steak anyway? Peter, Davey was just saying they got to sell the drums for food. And the food they have <laughs> is three steaks? Yeah. They are. What the heck? They must have found them in the garbage, too. <laughs> it was that rubber one from a few episodes ago. Perhaps. They took a chunk out of Mr. Schneider's ass. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, like the movie Alive. Oh, man. That's where Mike is. They ate him. <laughs> oh, times are tough, man. They tried to go with my darker timeline, but they wouldn't buy it. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway uh, so mickey has prepared ah the essence of a healthful cuisine Voila! fried fermented goat milk curd burnt in a dash of lemon seed oil to a crisp golden green and it looks like lumpy shamrock shakes in a bowl it's or, or like the old kfc uh fluorescent green coleslaw, coleslaw. or the the cream of root beer shit from uh Last season. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to it after they found it again on the set after this few months. <laughs> so uh, Peter and Davey wonder if they can save the steak from the garbage. And Mickey says that he's also made scraped mountain moss au gratin in a peanut shell mm. base. You made the peanut shell base yourself. Of course you did. You, tw- you can't get a thing like that in cans. And Mickey dishes it out and Peter says, I'm so glad Mike isn't here. <laughs> Mike would not stand for this. Uh, no. Later on, Mickey complains uh, that they didn't eat much of their dinner, and Davy is talking with Mr. Schneider and asking if they should kill Mickey now or later. <laughs> for food? <laughs> for food, yeah. Uh, and suddenly, Shaku bounds through the door, and Davy says, That's the second one we're going to kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Davy's not. He, man, he gets hangry. <laughs> he doesn't eat right. That little guy gets angry about everything. I just want to kill people. He's starving to death. It's been several episodes since he's had a bird. Yeah. It's, it's, something's got to give, man. Yeah, exactly. Even in this episode, he's at the beach and Mickey's getting the girl. He, he must be going crazy. I'm pent up, man. I'm pent up. She's got my jacket. So Shaku says it's no wonder Mickey is so unhealthy. And he walks around just like ripping on the monkey's pad. And uh, side note again, the monkey's pad, if you were in your early 20s, not even just in the 60s, kind of any time. And you had <laughs> that place. That is an amazing place. I'd move there now. Oh, my goodness. A lot of room for the kids. A nice beachfront view. Yeah. Occasional occasional horse outside. Man. But if you were in like a, even a somewhat popular local even band, that is the <laughs> place. You play some oh, yeah. show in LA. Everybody come back to our beach house. And it's like, yep. Let's have a great time all the time. <laughs> For realsies. <laughs> so uh, Shaku says that Mickey is the weakest person he's ever met, but says that Davey <laughs> should stand up and join them. Uh, I am standing up. <laughs> uh-huh. And Shaku berates Davey for being so short. And Mickey says that he was <laughs> born that Christ. way. And Shaku tells Mickey to come with him so his friends will see his marvelous results. And then they take off. And then Peter shows up and asks Davey who was with Mickey. And Davey says that was Shaku and asks if he knows him. Peter says no, but he just saw him at the corner buying a soda, a hot dog, and some chili. And then it dawns on him that he's not as pure as he's saying he is. Oh, he's a fraud. They're, Mickey's getting rused. <laughs> Can you believe it? The ruser becomes the rusey. 
<laughs> so at Weaklings Anonymous, Shaku is telling all of his new followers the benefits of WA. And while he is, Peter and Davey show up and are trying to put on these uniforms. And Davey's mad at Peter for stopping to eat hot dogs. And he says that he owes him a nickel. <laughs> In the room, Shaku is spouting off some nonsense and the followers are all super dumb. Shaku gives Mickey a pen and asks him to sign the contract. And, and then he says, and Mickey's like, no, I can't do it. And he says, have no fear of embarrassment, Mr. Dolan. It's a lightweight pen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel that's a Gardner Caruso one-two punch there. Oh, for sure. And so Mickey says he doesn't feel like a weakling. And Shaku says that it's, that's how it starts. And soon he'll feel free to admit to being a loser. <laughs> like his exact words. Soon he will feel free to admit to being a loser. Damn. So in the back room, Davey and Peter are having a hell of a time putting on a sweatsuit. And uh, I'm used to just taking them off, man. <laughs> Rarely I put one on, you know, man. There you are. Davey. <laughs> and uh, Peter has the hood on the wrong way. <laughs> it goes in his face, but they'd go out anyway <laughs> like that. And it's a great little scene with Davey and Peter. And we don't get those very often, just a Davey-Peter scene. And it was it's, it's kind of fun when they pair off and do something silly. Yeah, because they're both funny in a different way than Mike and Mickey are funny. Peter can be kind of a dummy, but Davey's kind of short and has that kind of thing going. And it's just a, <laughs> it, it's a, Davey works really well. They all work well together, but Davey one-on-one with any of them can really mm. bring the best out of everyone, I find. It's true. Because the Davey-Mike scenes are always great too. Mm-hmm. I think Davey's got probably the uh, deepest acting background and having to improvise and mm-hmm. play off other people. Yeah, that's true in a, too. In yeah. a live setting most of the time, right? And uh, yeah, it's, it's probably really helps and come maybe game a little more naturally to him than the other guys. Even though they all, it's always a lot of fun when they goof around. Yeah, he could probably also adapt well to the other guys. Like if the guys aren't quite mm-hmm. picking up what he's doing, he can swing to what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shaku asks some of the other weaklings to tell their story and how Shaku has helped them. And then Peter goes up and he says that one night a cab left him out in the middle of nowhere when it was raining and told him to get out and that Peter really gave it to him. And Shaku asks what he gave him and Peter says... I gave him a quarter. (laughs) And Shaku makes a move and a few henchmen shuffle Peter out of there. Shuffle Peter. (laughs) <laughs> so Davey goes up next and he says that he used to be six foot two but they put so much weight on his shoulders that it squished him oh my god <laughs> and then Davey gets chased out of there but somehow Peter gets back on stage and no one realizes it's the same person as 14 seconds ago <laughs> and he says that it used to be picked on by bullies but now no one picks on him and then that's where it ends. And it's like, well, that goes against the whole point of making it seem bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that, so maybe I missed something there. And that scene and how they do it has the same flavor as the, uh, the dance-a-go-go thing. But they're in the disguises and they're like trashing the thing that's yeah. ripping them off. Yeah, exactly. It's like they just kind of mad-libbed another establishment into the situation. So Shaku says that he'll show how strong he is, and he grabs the hand of one of the big, enormous dudes by him, and the guy goes down <laughs> like a sack of potatoes. And then Davey runs on stage, knocks Shaku over, and we see his underoos with the red polka dots on them. 
And then pandemonium breaks out, and you can feel this coming as it's starting to erupt. It's monkey's romp, number Things are one. Getting rompy. And it's it's Sunny Girlfriend, great tune. Oh yeah, right from headquarters, correct? Correct. And uh, see, with this song, I only knew it from the live album for a long time because I didn't have headquarters for a while. So the first time I heard it with like the backwards symbols at the beginning, it like blew my mind. Yep. <laughs> So it's full on romp. This this is one this has been the most insane romp I think of the second season as far as just footage thrown in. Like <laughs> everyone is wrestling. The boys are in the monkey men outfits for some yeah. reason. Like unannounced. Unannounced entirely. It's not even like a flashback to another episode. <laughs> it's like it's in this episode doing these monkey men outfits. Like this probably they, they probably had a whole thing about getting into the outfits at some point, but it didn't make the cut due to this enormous romp yeah exactly and uh so there's like lots of shots from the opening credits and old episodes like yes a ton of it um like when they're in like the the pajamas and stuff and then from the peter gets kidnapped episode mm-hmm. and them on the, beach? the same workout area there seems to be the same types of equipment and stuff but yeah, yeah a lot of familiar stuff he's got a few shots of mike in there so we're not yeah so he's not so it's not a completely micless episode, and he's singing the tune, so it's uh, it's a good time. No, it is a good time. Um, there's Davy trying to beat up a buff guy a number of times, and finally the guy goes down for some reason. A bunch of sh- surfing shots. Mickey walking around in the winter coat and shoulder pads. <laughs> uh, da- there's Davy spraying shaving cream all over the dudes, which is weird. Um, yeah, it's a little weird. A little weird. Yeah, there's a shot of Mike in like the steam bath with just his head sticking out. Peter steals bowling ball, bowling pins like from himself at one point. He's like throwing <laughs> these things at himself. Another version of himself. There's a, a few blatant butt shots of the of Brenda or another blonde girl who happens to be in this. Um, a lot of fake rowing as well. A lot of them on those weird rowing machines. Yeah, and they they get the rowing machine back at the pad somehow for a minute there. <laughs> yeah, in the monkey man outfit. What the heck? And then uh, a lot of swinging on ropes. As well. And that's the romp. It was nuts. Like, completely... It, this wasn't one that really advanced the story like no. the romps have been recently. This was just a full-on right, this is romp. A, a first-season-style romp yeah. and a very uh, first-season-style episode so far. Very much. Very much. Um, so back at the beach, Mickey's laying there with Brenda, and he says that he's developing a muscle in his chest to eliminate breathing. Yeah, breathing. And then a nerd walks across their blanket, and Mickey gets mad at him. It's Remembrance of Things Past, Volume 3, by Marcel Proust. And uh, Brenda's all of a sudden able to speak in a full sentence. Ooh, I just love a man with a mind. And Mickey's all bummed out about it. And uh, Brenda walks away with a nerd, and Mickey has like a mini meltdown. Uh, I have a mind. No, I don't have a mind. I lost have a body, though. have a body. I'm, I'm a <laughs> and then that's the end of the episode storyline. But yeah. we zip into the rainbow room for a performance yes. of Love is Only Sleeping. And oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. I lo- love this tune. Love them performing this tune. It, it, it's amazing. They're all into it. Yeah. Cool camera shots with Mike in the foreground and Pete in the background. Yep. And, and Pete's on the bass. Pete's he's on the bass. On the bass a whole lot in the rainbow room. He's mostly on the piano. Yeah. Mike guitar, Pete bass, Davey on the drums, and Mickey playing this weird, huge radio and uh, backup <laughs> vocals. 
I gotta say, uh, Davey playing drums, when you see him up there playing, it's like he looks more natural and comfortable playing drums. I've noticed that more this time than any time I've watched the Monkees. Because mm-hmm. Mickey's a good drummer and he definitely plays well, but Davey seems like a drummer. Like the way he yeah. moves and how he's hitting things, it's like he's a drummer. <laughs> he's a, look at how he hits things. Look at how he that's hits. a drummer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And and uh, one thing also I gotta say is Mike Nesmith can wear a goddamn suit. Yeah, dude. I think we've mentioned it. I don't know if it was this exact song last time, but with the those ruffly sleeves, oh, with man. the the tie, like the business look up on the neck, but the the ruffly <laughs> English sleeves. Oh, yeah, what a look! It's amazing. It's great. The this again. The song is also amazing. So we you can't you it can't say enough. That big guitar too. Yeah. Great with the big guitar. And yeah, it's a great, great thing. And you can tell it's on that day where they filmed all those songs in that oh, yeah. long burn and then did that interview at the end of it. Like, Oh, for sure. Oh, man. No wonder they all look so exhausted. <laughs> but yeah, and then that is uh, the full episode. That is I Was a 99-Pound Weakling. I, uh, hey. Overall thoughts for me, it's a, a really funny episode. It's weird that there's no Mike other than the romps in the song. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it's great to see the Davey-Peter relationship and that thing going on. And um, yeah, so, some role reversals in the things. Like it's, it's, it's Mickey is getting the girl and wanting to get strong so he can get the girl rather than Davey going for the girl and getting the girl. Yeah. It's, it's been a minute since we have it. A Mickey episode has been this much a Mickey episode. Mm-hmm. Like I know he he was in the gunfight and all that, but it wasn't that wasn't necessarily a Mickey episode. But this very much was. Yeah, and he had a lot of heavy lifting to do too because no Mike, so there was yeah. a, a an empty an empty chair there. He had to to fill up, or I guess they all did, but it seemed like it fell more on Mickey. And like it, like we said earlier, some like very season one style things like being at the beach of uh, a very uh elaborate romp and uh just felt like the monkeys and also the fact that their band is also kind of backburnered yeah definitely <laughs> and uh that's that's a yeah it was a good episode and it felt like obviously mickey's got his uh early 67 hair so it uh practically is a, a season one type episode because it's from back then and it's our boys Caruso and Gardner and uh, yeah it's got that vibe man yeah I agree it's a it's a good time good times um so <laughs> any guns no guns uh like, really wow I don't think so it's, it's all about fisticuffs in this one but how strong <laughs> you are I suppose it's true maybe like maybe I missed a gun in the romp perhaps but, uh, they might have snuck one in the romp. I don't. But I can't think of uh, a gun situation. Yep. No. Let's <laughs> see. Count Peter shooting the stuff on in the on the buff's back. <laughs> I don't think that counts. No. Um, highlight of the show. It's it's. I don't know. To be honest with you, it, it's <laughs> such a an even show that nothing. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll, for me, Mickey when he's uh, trying out all of the equipment and going full mickey just <laughs> flopping around and going nuts that'd be my highlight i think yeah it's a good choice 
What about like uh, like uh, Mr. Schneider showing up again? Yeah, that's yeah. Right when I'm we not, mentioned, I'm not sure we're going to see him much more often. Yeah, right when we said, oh, the no more Mr. Schneider. That's weird. All of a sudden, he's popped up in two episodes. So yeah, who knows? Um, was there a monkey's ruse? I guess when Peter and Davy were pretending to be the weakling anonymous. Oh, that's people. a ruse. But, but Peter's a doctor. That's a that's a. You better believe that's a ruse. <laughs> it's true, and and Mickey got rused absolutely roost yeah um fourth wall break yeah there's a bunch of them all of the i wish mm-hmm. mike was here's were fourth wall yes. breaks when they talk about that the volleyball is led that was a fourth wall break yep best musical moment no surprise love love's only sleeping but it if it wasn't love is only sleeping like sunny girlfriend <laughs> is so good it's, it's very tricky i say the reason it's a better musical moment is because of the visuals of it it's true I guess however, it's a better song. But. However, this this is the only appearance Sunny Girlfriend will make in the show. Then we probably have to give it to Sunny Girlfriend. Like, I, think, I think we got to give it to Sunny Girlfriend. Yeah. And actually, in the live version, when Mike introduces it, he calls it Scroungy Girlfriend. <laughs> and when we were trying to think of names for this podcast, that was one of the ones I threw out there. Scroungy Girlfriend. <laughs> Scroungy Girlfriend. Which wouldn't if people saw that they would have no idea of what this podcast was about for real yeah <laughs> but it's a hilarious thing classic monkeys moments there's mickey says don't do that to peter davy has his oh moment mm-hmm. and even brenda says don't do that to peter and i wish mike was here sort of becomes a monkey moment yeah throughout the rest of the season and i think there's a couple more where he is not there weird Sowing his oats. <laughs> um, what wouldn't fly in 2021? I don't know. Maybe the girl being so vapid and dumb and maybe some of the the bum shots. Just the blatant. Come on. Like this, you can make this plot wise. This could be an episode of Modern Family. This could be an episode of any show that's out today. Because this kind of, this physical culture, cultist type stuff still goes on big time yeah no that's very true it's very true so it makes sense so some did you knows there's not a lot for this episode really um mm. david draper the guy who plays buff guy actually his name in the episode is bulk <laughs> that's what <laughs> does anyone ever say it that, no i don't think anyone ever says it but when it comes up in things <laughs> it's, it's a chooch it's a chooch situation <laughs> it is. so uh b- bulk or buff his name's David Draper, and he has eight IMDb credits, going from 63 huh. to 69. Many nice. times just playing a bodybuilder in different things. <laughs> um, Vanita Wolf, who is Brenda, she only has 10 IMDb credits, going from 1966 uh-huh. to 1969. Huh. But she was on an episode of Star Trek called The Squire of Gothos, which oh, is apparently an important episode. Maybe not. I don't know. It just seems that's the thing she's most known for. So, okay. And uh, yeah, and that's really all I got on this one. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think you about caught it. Oh, I, I did read somewhere that uh, the nerd at the end had auditioned to be one of the monkeys. Oh, really? Didn't make it. Huh. At least they brought him back for something. Yeah. Why not? I, man, I I bet you some of the. I guess you're auditioning for things something you tried out for that got big and you weren't in it, it doesn't really affect you like crazy, like, because it probably happens a lot 
and it, uh, for sure you know what i mean i'm always like oh i must be devastated but if you get devastated over every acting role you don't get you're gonna have a long <laughs> hard life i think like over 400 dudes tried out for the monkeys through that audition and only only mike got the job that way that's crazy everyone else like davy was already a contract player mickey was a showbiz kid he kind of knew some people and uh peter was uh sent there by steven stills who had failed to make the monkeys but uh recommended peter for some reason and like what a what a guy yeah that's great that's really awesome and lucky mike the only one heck of a heck of an audition though it is it's a great great audition and uh, oh what is that i hear oh oh, i know that sound theme song on the horizon it is Mm -hmm. about that time everybody's favorite second half of the show (laughs) the wool hat of mystery the rant the randomatic countdown wool hat of mystery did i say it right that time i feel like i always say it differently (laughs) it's um it's the uh, Randomatic Countdown featuring the Wool Hat of Mystery. There you go. <laughs> or the Wool Hat of Mystery Randomatic Countdown Extravaganza. Bigger pick. <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> For real, it looked great on the bumper stick. <laughs> All right, so it's been a, it's been a few weeks. I don't remember who went first the last time yeah it's true we had the the special and then we also had a slip-in thing and uh wow so yeah how about you just go ahead right. here we go get your phalanges in there here we go is our streak of awesomeness going to continue <laughs> little girl from good times mm, the answer is no <laughs> little girl don't you be brought down cheer up I'll turn your frown Sunny side up Come fill your cup That's Little Girl, written and sung by Peter Tork on side two of Good Times, of which, uh, for me, it's not much of. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. I love the Pete tunes. I've We sort of designed the, the honorary slip-in to get more Pete tunes into the countdown, but... I'm just, I'm not a fan of this tune, and I do not put it on very often. I agree. And it's not even that it's a bad tune. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could see some people right. who are really into it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not one of them. I'm, I apologize, but I am not. <laughs> um, it's, it's our show, and we're allowed to have this kind of opinion. <laughs> and as you're saying, it was a, a song written by Peter for Davey to sing and if you go on youtube there's there is a version of it it's a live version from peter torque singing at cbgb's on uh J- or july 31st 1977 anyway this is the tune it's called sunny side up it goes something like this it goes exactly like this <laughs> little girl don't you be brought down to cheer up are there any versions with uh, Davy singing it? Not that I've uh, found at all. So if you want, if you do want to go into a little, a little little girl deep dive, you can check out that other version on uh, Peter Tork. It's up as little girl, and then in brackets, sunny side up. So check it out. Uh huh. 
But okay, where will we put this on the randomatic countdown? Man, oh man. So we got theme from the monkeys, then let's dance on, then teardrop silly pillow time. Down, 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 down. Yeah, it's like almost near the bottom. Uh, how about between uh, Don't Bring Me Down and We Were Made for Each Other, our new number 87 here at Podcast Valley Sunday? Sounds good to me. All right. So our new number 87, Little Girl from Good Times. Excellent. And now it's my turn to get on in that we'll have a mystery and find a tune. All right, get ready. Gonna be a good one. I can sense it. Oh, it's uh, getting in. Ooh, dark. Double Peter. Double Pete. This this one will do a little better on the countdown. That's for damn sure. Darn tootin'. So, yeah, man. Getting In, written and sung by Peter Tork from side one of Poolit, Paco's favorite album. Heck yeah. And, like, this is mm, probably Peter's most, like, I don't know, fully realized tune. And, like, he's super into it. And he's really... Strong performance all the way through, and he's he's really getting getting in to this song. <laughs> it's true. I can say I remember when going back to the box set. The, the jarring part of the last half of um, the the box set, the mic disc, the blue disc, disc four, it goes from like that sort of AM radio vibes of the the changes era. Blam! Right into this extremely '80s trendy Casio tone, and uh, the guitars sound like they're pink Ibanez with a whammy bar. Yeah, and it's just it's jarring, but but it's it's, it was the style of the time. And I have to say the the song that the '80sified monkeys works the best on for me is this song. It's like. Peter's into it. It's not like it's Mickey's voice or Davey's voice that you're used to. You put with the monkeys instantly. Yeah. And he comes in and he kills it. And I always remember this song stuck out to me as a great tune. And then when we did the pool it live, it's a song <laughs> that doesn't translate live very well. And it's nothing to do with Peter, nothing to do with anything. It just, because I remember here, I was like, oh, I guess getting in wasn't as good as I remembered it being. <laughs> but when we just pulled it, we re-listened to it. I was loving it. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was it's super a, it's stoked. A busy, busy tune musically. Yeah, like that riff just doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah, da 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 does Peter sing or does Morrissey sing? <laughs> Put some uh, Johnny Marr guitar on that, some jangly guitars. <laughs> that could have been a great Smith single. I, I'm going to say I, I think this should be our highest uh, Poolit song thus far. Well that's, well, that's damning it with faint praise. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so l- let's find where the highest Poolit it is. It's, uh, it ain't that high. Man, oh, man. 
I'm down in like the 50s. This is gonna. We gotta put it way up higher than this shit. Oh. A whole wide world is at 63. Okay, we're it's it's burying that one. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> okay, so let's do this. Do you like it more or less than? Ooh, hmm. How about Moonfire? Oh, we're going right up there, aren't I, we? I, but. I'm just saying. Just just <laughs> testing the waters here. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm, not, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down there, bud. Um, let's put it. Yeah, I'd I'd go for this before Admiral Mike, and uh, yeah. Well, how about? Wow, I guess uh, right below Mary Mary, we got. Uh, yeah, let's go there. Right below Mary Mary, our new number thirty-one. There you go. It's getting in. By Peter Tork, bringing up the average score of the uh, the pool of tunes in a big way, a in a big way, large factor. <laughs> but there's some people out there being like, "Are you really? This is above both daydream believer and I'm a believer." And laugh. <laughs> Fuck it, it's our countdown. Yes, you know, we'll put them where we want, and. Uh, Gang, you should have seen Paco dancing to this song over the Zoom, man. It was. This is when we should have been filming ourselves. <laughs> Absolutely, we're bringing it back. All right, so I'm reaching. Sure. <laughs> All right, so I'm reaching in. I've got the final song from the Wool Hat for the day. Yeah, be another Pete. Ladies Aid Society. Uh. <laughs> Okay, Ladies Aid Society off the Monkeys Present. What? Did you say society? Did I say society? That's how much it means to me. Um, so, Ladies Aid Society off the Monkeys Present. What the hell? What is this? Like, <laughs> again, going back to sometimes the songs Davey's singing, have, he doesn't understand what a rock band is, whoever's writing this stuff for him. <laughs> Maybe they thought it was funny. Maybe they thought it was kind of beatly. You know what I mean? Like those weird songs. And this is a this is a Boyce and Hart number, if you can believe it. Really? I for realsies. <sighs> you know, you know. Sometimes they get a little silly. Like yeah, yeah, but a little too little too fifties for their own good or whatever. But, but what is this from? Like this is I'm 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 not a, a fan of Ladies Aid Society. I've got to say. <laughs> We catch some hate mail for, for like, bad mouth in any Davy song. <laughs> but, like, like you said, come on. So, anyway, let's get on with this. Would you listen to this or Teeny Tiny Gnome? <laughs> I, I tell you, man, I got some Teeny Tiny Gnome vibes off of this tune. Or, like, you know, the, the terrible song Davy dances to in uh 33 and a third that kind of vibe you know what i mean yeah yeah i would put this behind teeny tiny gnome i agree be due to uh the sick sick guitar solo in teeny tiny gnome that that's very true uh, as well and teeny tiny gnome at least it's kind of silly but it's supposed to be it's like the archies yeah. you know what i mean and it's just not our <laughs> vibe but ladies it's aid true. society i don't it maybe it goes no, over yeah. my head I don't know. 
I think I got to put it behind never tell a woman yes, because at least that gives quality advice. Um, <laughs> yeah. So are we going like, I can't get her off of my mind, like right before that? I don't know, man. I dig secret heart. This is, okay, laugh. Laugh is the moment of truth here. Above or below laugh for Ladies Aid Society. I'd listen to laugh this, before Ladies Aid Society. There you have it, folks. There you go. Our new number 109 wow. is Ladies Aid Society. When you come into the, the uh, countdown in triple digits, you never stood a mm. chance. It's not good. No bullet. No bullet. I got to say, getting in pulled this one up. It being in the middle is like a tent. You have the two sides pretty low, but the middle's pulled up high to, to make it livable. Oh, yeah, man. We might have. If any other song, we, we might have quit the podcast. It might have been done today. <laughs> so anyway yeah ladies aid society it is where it is written by boyce and hart and sung by davy and uh not entirely enjoyed by podcast valley sunday no 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 and on that note we are going to wrap up uh i was a 99 pound weakling aka physical mm-hmm. culture for some reason physical culture catchy <laughs> yes very catchy Thanks for checking us out. As always, we will be back in two weeks. And Mm. from me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourselves a monkey's little evening. Thank you. Bye-bye.